A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily featuring some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We're joined by two fine comics who love their football. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalili, uh, who's Chelsea and Ipswich these days as he's moved down that way. Um, we got into a bit of a VAR chat. He's, he's had a minor online spat with Gary Neville. Uh, we discussed that. Jacob Hawley is a huge Arsenal fan, a comedian. Uh, just talked a bit of uh, the game against Lawns tonight and other matters around his club. Very entertaining. Um, a competition, Paul, which normally yeah. is dull as dishwater, but we had a right laugh, didn't we? we? Did. So we that was good. Fun. We thought we'd put uh, it in. Uh, the Brighton fan played the Tool Station comp yeah. and it all went a bit off piste, but we had fun <laughs> doing that. We hope you enjoy that. And we had a bit of a chat about various things. Uh, we drunk, dug up an old. Uh, nautical phrase that Charlie didn't know the derivation of. So there, you get the idea. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. So I was just looking at us on YouTube there. We're on YouTube this afternoon. I think we're too much we YouTube, Charlie. I'm going to change that it's, it, channel. It zoomed in on you there. Right, like it was like a, looking at the pores of your nose there. Oh, that's it's not really, good. really well, that's, tight. That's, that's not a great in, thing, is it, really? So... Just a little update of what's been, what's in my pocket, Paul. Um, I've just reached oh. into my pocket. Yeah, this sounds a bit rubby. <laughs> I don't know why, but in there is it? You're going to say, well, do you want to put your hand just in some there? Some cheese. <laughs> you found some <laughs> cheese in your cheese pocket. in my pocket. Yeah. I think it's because um, we're training the dog at the moment, the puppy at the moment, and uh, obviously you bribe them, don't you? That's how you, that's how yeah. you keep them, keep them going. You know, you keep them. That's what the management do. Yeah, you know, keep us on air, like bribe us with cheese but yeah so I've, got, I've just put my hand in my pocket it's normally a dog poo bag yes Charlie was outside the studio earlier and he wouldn't come in so the producer had to come in a little bit of cheese big wheel of brie and honestly I, I, you didn't see him for. I've never seen him move so quickly he was sitting in front of him it's sit that's it, sit. Are you seriously suggesting we do this afternoon, we kick off our new series, What's, what's in, your in Your Pocket? What's in your pocket? Why not, Paul? What's in your pocket this oh, afternoon? What's in your pocket? It's a lovely text topic, yeah, isn't on, it? Then. Tell us. What's in your pocket? Champions League tonight, never mind all that. What's <laughs> in your pocket? Uh, do let us know, talksport.com. I thought we had the new low for the show Yeah, with um, with the body parts you've never well, heard Well, that of. came up because I was trying to remember the name of the Bournemouth manager, wasn't you I, were. You know, I like to test myself on the names of managers, mainly yeah. who's the Watford manager, Just which keep, is my favourite question, you know, Baron Ishmael. 
Oh, that was funny. What a good old Watford today. Find that. Watford must know what they're doing. I mean, such is the turnover of their managers. When they put out a statement an hour ago that said Valerian Ishmael, club statement. Was it a corner flag as well, Paul? I didn't see it. No, it was a picture of him. (laughs) Wow. But it was just a picture of him standing there, which maybe that was the clue that it wasn't yet another sacking. But they say he signed an extension of... I think it's only a week's extension. (laughs) That's the way. He's on a week week to week. Proud to sign another... He's on a zero hours contract. <laughs> That's what it is, yeah. Basically, uh, as most Watford managers are. But yeah, that was that, that felt a bit. You know, they knew yeah. what they were doing. They're having some fun with us, weren't they? Well, really? it's good for that when people test my credentials of what am I even doing on Talk yeah. Sport. You know, it's always good to know the Watford manager's name. Um, the Bournemouth manager's name was yeah. causing me some problem, wasn't it, Paul? And then we I, were. Iri- Iriola, I said. Iriola. Is that correct? Iriola. We found Iriola. ourselves pre- um, repeating the word Iriola quite a lot. And, and I, we went on a little flight of fancy saying. Yeah, it's only a little procedure. I go in. Apparently, just a little blockage around the areola. I'd never heard of it myself. No, but it's, it's in there. They can and burn it off. They can, burn, they, they can just burn that off. It's, it's very not non-invasive. It'll be done now. They reckon I can go straight home. So, it, so hence, we've yes. never heard Alan say, no, come on, please. Let's have those spots people that sound a bit like body parts you've never heard of. But And we, we may take a few of those, as we yes, said, in please. a new low for this show. But that was, of course, before... What's in your pocket? Yeah, well, what's in my pocket's really <clears> taken <throat> off already, really. What's really. in? Oh, what's in my? What a strand this is! I think I feel like we should have a jingle. Uh, what's, what's in, in your, your pocket? pocket? Yeah, um, we I've some sorry we missed you cards and a biro in my pocket. I'm delivering parcels in oh, Kings very Lindsay. Nice, very nice. John the Norwich fan. In my pocket are poo bags and Imodium. Not for a linked purpose. But <laughs> just <laughs> that's John, John Swindon. Swindon. That's fun. Right. That's lovely. Well, I often will will put reach into my pocket and have a bunch of poo bags. Oh yeah, no, that's no, that's dog, that is the life of the dog owner. I'm all I find them. It's a bit like being a magician with <laughs> hankies, isn't it? You just get a great <laughs> big, like a great big reel of them out. Yeah, I was I've nice. been in Ireland for the last few days. Oh. A magnificent time. I was uh, I was in Dunlow in County Donegal, where a couple of pals of mine are originally from. So okay. we went there first. And then we worked our way across the Port Rush, where I, I watched a pretty uneventful game of football between Spurs and Liverpool. Yeah, how are you, off how are you feeling? Why can't Spurs? Why well, are Spurs was, allowed anything nice, Paul? Why as I've discovered, anything nice. Practically all of Ireland either supports Liverpool or Manchester <laughs> United, and uh, it was predominantly we were in the Harbour Bar. You may know. Oh yeah, Aaron Clark, a regular there. It's a, a bit of a well-known spot in Port Rush, and uh, we watched it in there. Predominantly. Uh, Liverpool fans and I think we proved ourselves to be Tottenham fans when that Matip own goal went in <laughs> yeah. but they were good lads it was all it was all very good yeah. humoured um, and in, I was in Belfast yesterday yes. and where, uh, uh, John lovely guy big Liverpool fan comes over for games a lot um, it took us on a, a sort of tour of the city, historical tour of the city, and we pulled up at one point. Some of his other fellow black cab drivers were there, big talk sport listeners. Oh, lovely! And they were straight over telling us to be nice at their clubs. Oh, either Manchester. really? Yeah, they were still very upset about what had gone on at, yeah. uh, at White Hart. How are you feeling about it, Paul? I think people want well, your, it was, your I mean, ideas I, I, on what I mean, look, it's, it's an old do now. It's a couple of days ago, isn't it? It was obviously I was absolutely uh, delighted. I can completely uh, sympathise with Liverpool fans and the way they were sawn off. Not so much from the the sendings off because that that can happen. Yeah, that's um, but certainly from the from the offside. I mean, it was pretty appalling. Uh, it seems Liverpool have now been given the audio. I don't know if they they want to release it themselves. Release it. So we'll hear what's it's been like said. having a Beatles bootleg, isn't it? I mean, I don't like sense I don't sense Howard Webb and PGM are trying to cover anything up. I mean, I think the the report we originally got that it was a misunderstanding. I mean, that's not good enough from Liverpool's point no. of view. I can understand that, but. Let's see what they say once they've uh, heard I think, it. I think people get annoyed because we just... 
used to just shrug and moan, and it'd be, but it was part of it, wasn't yeah, it? It was yeah, just yeah. part of it. Yeah. And this was brought in to try and get away from the, these but mistakes. But they do, I mean, know, I think, you know... It's more the, difficult to take. They are going to have to change. The, the, I mean, if you can get an easy mistake like that made, also, I'm sure everybody said it last 48 hours. I know we're going over old ground, but why didn't the assistant bar say... No, we got that wrong. I know they've kicked off again, but who cares? Yeah. This is wrong. What's more important, making Tottenham take another free kick yeah. or getting this right? Get, I yeah. mean, it's bonkers, Absolutely isn't it, really? bonkers. They are so tied down to their protocols that they've lost all sense of what actually works and what doesn't. It's a real shame. We've got to do something about it. Anyway, um, so what's in your pocket? We'd love to know uh, a little bit. Uh, James, the Peterborough fan's been in touch, Paul, about um, footballers and uh, body parts. This morning, my three-year-old daughter accidentally headbutted me in the private region. That happens a lot when you've got kids. Whilst we were mucking about on the sofa. It's the first time I've felt pain like that in the Leander Dendongas. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) Honestly, right in the old Leanders. Well done, James. Caught me right in the old Leanders. Right in the old Leanders. I didn't want to go. We didn't really want to go punny with this. No, Stan Bowles. I'm not. That's not what we meant, Colin. That's really not. It was more. They sound a bit like a body part you've never heard of. Um, So you made a very good point, Charlie, didn't you? All the back pages are full of. Eric Ten Hag standing by the bins. Just don't go near the bins. How long Eric. did that photo- that son photographer wait to get that shot by just, the bins? Just don't go. Just like him turning yeah. up carrying a sack. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Don't do it. Trash talk says the headline as Eric Ten Hag went to put something in some big red bins at the training ground. So anyway, to get in touch this afternoon, talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to TS. H&J, what's in my pocket, says one of the listeners. Uh, I'll tell you, it's a plastic glove from a petrol station. Oh, great stuff. If, it, yeah, if this is not entertainment, I don't know what is. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby. Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. We're asking you this afternoon, what's in your pocket? Um, now, uh, it's been pointed out by one of the listeners. That's very North Norfolk digital. Sure, um, get it. I think the point is that there was something fairly organic about it because Charlie just found, as he reached, and he found Some a little cheese. bit, of, a bit of cheese in his pocket. He's training his new dog. And uh, so, I mean, it's it was actually, well. we didn't come in with it as a, as a set no. piece. Um, and I think actually the first one was from King's Lynn, which impressed the listener even more. So thank you for that. You're absolutely right. But what is in your pocket? I've got a, uh, a segment of Terry's chocolate orange wrapped in a tissue. Mm. Would... Chocolate in a that's tissue. Jason impressed that. That's not. That's, that's not, not right. a good combo, Jason. That's not how you keep hold of it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh, we're sorry, it was uh, Moby the cabbie who said that. Yeah, the first I've got a good Thank one. you, Moby. Yeah, I've got a good one here, Paul, which brings up another question for me. Yeah. This is from what was not was on Twitter. Um, what's in my pocket? A train key to turn trains on. I'm just off to work. So, do all key, all trains have the same key, Paul? Like a skeleton is, is, key. Is it like a skeleton key? Yeah. Do all trains, can you turn all trains on with one key? I wouldn't think so. That would no, be asking for trouble. Once you've got one of those keys, you could start any train in the world. Any, any train. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. They're all on rails. It's not like you can, can escape yeah. in a train. Uh, pa- uh, we were after uh, people from the world of sport who sound a bit like parts of your body you've never heard yeah, of or medical ailments. Mm. Uh, we kicked it off with Iriola because yeah. uh, Charlie's having his burnt off next week. It's quite non-invasive. <laughs> Being an out and in a couple of 
ours, they reckon, just a bit. bit. Yeah. Um, Joel from Ware in Hertfordshire said, apparently my doctor told me, unfortunately, I've broken my Thibaut Courtois. Oh, Going to need a cast. That is painful. Yeah. That's known to be one of the most painful things. Well, Lewis in Broadstairs has got a condition. After years of struggling with what they call policeman's foot, this has impacted the way in which I walk. I've now been diagnosed with a solly march. <laughs> there we are. It's very stupid, I know. Not currently, uh, Rick in Disbury is currently waiting to have his Verstappen's out. Okay, so, well, that's uh, just some of the not too some bad. of the things that are going on. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Back in the day, construction machine, machinery oh, yeah. uh, used to use about three variations of the same key. It was oh, called a yes. Lucas key. Oh. Rollers, dumpers, excavators, all used essentially the same key. Same key. No idea if trains are similar, but it's possible. How do we... Bit of a rabbit wow. hole going down. Jez like White it. tells us that. Thank you, Jez. Do you need a key for your job? What sort of key? Is it the same key everywhere? Is it universal? Well, if anybody works in the prison service, I would imagine it'll be first. Because <laughs> if they didn't, that'd be a quite a yeah. relaxed attitude. Is that what that song, I've Got the Key, I've Got the Secrets, all about? Is that the, a train? Is it, yeah, it was tra- tra- about train by, drivers? It train I've driving. got the, They know how to start it as yeah. well. They've got the key and they yeah, know how it's to. It's got that kind of. Yeah, it's I nice. think it's I like yeah, it. yeah, much yeah, loved by train good. drivers. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We've got Homage Lily coming up shortly. We are going to talk about yeah. Ipswich's adopted club as he's moved down that part of the world. I don't know if you've heard this, Chad. We haven't played it to you. Homage's not having it. We had. Um, there was a caller to. Phil's been in touch. He says, okay. Charlie ever heard that call from overnight? But the guy sounded a bit like Homage Lily called played it Paul Ross. Me. Yeah, let's have a listen. Omid did, didn't sound very impressed. Didn't think it sounded like him at okay. all. But Charlie, tell me what you think. Do you want to okay, listen? Yeah, go on. Nilakanta Banu Plakash has won India's first ever gold in the Mental Calculation World Championships. And I'm delighted to say Nilakanta joins us now live. Nilakanta, what did you actually have to do in the competition? Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Hey. <laughs> Does that sound like Omid? It sounds like Omid doing Omid. Omid. <laughs> he wasn't having it though, not at all. Didn't like think he is like in like real, but when he goes on stage, you know, good morning. He's, oh, oh, it's bad. Yeah, good morning. Hey. hey, oh come on! <laughs> it's like he's just walked on stage. Good morning, hey. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, Andy Jacobs joins us in the studio tomorrow and um, yeah. I'm sure he'll give us his take on uh, last night's performance oh, against be, be Fulham. High on life from it, I imagine. Well, important, wasn't it? The goals yeah, from yeah. Brozier just coming back. He wants to get his confidence up because yeah. he missed a bit of a wild one in the first half. We skied one. And he's had an injury, and, isn't he? Big yeah, injury. Yeah. And Mudrick as well finally scored. He took his goal well. Maybe that's the old green shoots are mm. there for Chelsea. And joining us now, a Chelsea fan who is... It was taken on a second team. I know it doesn't play well with you, second teams, Charlie. <laughs> pathetic. But it's, it's a geographical it's like Dave, thing. David Earl with Exeter City. It's, it's absolutely pathetic. Well, I've, seen, I've just seen David Earl of, of Exeter City deciding what's he going to watch, Exeter, Charlton or Manchester United, Galatasaray. He's, just, he's changed. Make, he's, make your mind up. He's a Manchester United fan predominantly. Anyway, let's talk now to comedian uh, and Chelsea and Ipswich fan, Omid Jalili. Hi, Omid. Hey. How you doing, guys? Hello. Great to be here. Thank uh, you. Nice you don't. I mean, does it feel different? A goal in Ipswich, goal mm. a Chelsea goal. Is it? Is it? Is it just? It must feel different. One's just embedded in you for for years. Yeah, there was a time when I thought Chelsea were going to be relegated, but uh, at least Ipswich are coming up. <laughs> so that'd be something to watch. Yeah, <laughs> they're having a great season, aren't they, Ipswich? And I, I know they've had a, a, a quite quite a few quid for the for the championship especially but he's really got them playing great team it was you know it shows you the the depth of excitement in all the leagues so i go to the ipswich leeds game and i'm sat with terry butcher in the area and then yeah. we've all said hello to eddie gray before right. the game and eddie gray's going on about his nephew archie gray being on the field and 
there's there's something about and Terry Butcher was very very funny. One of the Leeds players took a he made a pass, but his uh, his kind of fluorescent green boot went flying up so high in the air it just missed an Ipswich player in the head and Terry Butcher said what was that I said it was a boot he goes I thought that was a dead canary just falling out <laughs> of the sky <laughs> so he was making me laugh throughout the whole game he's a very funny guy so he, it was good he knows all about head injuries though doesn't he, he does quite yeah, iconic yeah, he does. England picture from uh, back in the day um yeah I, I did mean, apologize to him by the way I apologize because I put a picture of Pat Butcher from um <laughs> EastEnders with a headband with blood. I, I oh, put that lovely. up a few years ago. Uh, <laughs> and he, he thanked me for that. I'd so like to great. see Terry Butcher in some massive earrings. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's we did a Phoenix from the Flames with him. We did that as a Phoenix from the Flames with Terry. Yeah. And it was one of the great joys because in between filming, we just have a kickabout for an hour. Yeah. And Terry fully embraced it. But we had this weird situation where he didn't want to be in the box. So we, we put us in the box and he just fired in crosses. Yeah. I think he could oh, have brilliant. been a winger. Crossing was wow. fantastic. What a play. Wow. I mean, that was a, a great memory. So are you are you going to get along there tonight, Omid, to the game, the whole game? I'm, I'm not. I'm still... Uh, I, I was laughing because you said they finally released the audio and, uh, and and then the next bit of the news because then Bukayo Saka has done this. I thought that was the audio, that they're just talking about Bukayo Saka. But that, <laughs> no. but that whole thing, I got involved with that on Twitter. It's amazing that... I think we all knew we were being sold a lie. And, and I think when I saw Gary Neville saying... Look, we messed up. Let's just move on. It just reminded me of, of everyone saying we made a terrible mistake. Let's move on. So I use this very, very extreme example of an air crash investigation in the black box. You got released the tapes and then everyone was saying, are you joking? Are you really being serious? But, you know, us older fans always we become like guardians of the game. We want to protect the integrity. And I was saying this has never happened before. Now, I know that they've sometimes the goal's been given because they put the wrong lines on the wrong players, but we've never seen yeah. seen this before. And we see it's such a major uh, cock up that actually I agreed with Rodney Marsh. Rodney Marsh was saying, we're not calling for a replay, but he's saying, you know, when there's an investigation, you can't take that off the table. When, when there is a, there's a rule here that if the, you haven't given a decision after a few seconds, you just got to move on. And that doesn't make any no. sense to me. But I, I think to... there is a halfway house between saying, let's replay the game, which I think is massive it's overkill in this situation yeah, because much. there's been game-changing decisions like this for years and years, and even since VAR coming. Oh, people would say, you would say that, you're a Tottenham fan. But I think as a principle, that would be a huge mistake. But you're right, Omid. In that air crash investigation thing is important. This is a black box moment for them. Yeah. It's to say, okay, let's yeah. make sure we do this better. Let's make sure this never happens again. We change the protocols. We change the language we use in these situations. I mean, but they've got to do that. They can't just say, oh, well, it happened because they need to change something because it was a terrible decision. Yeah, it's like yesterday. Vinicius just, I, I, I tweeted that as a Vinicius. Have you talked about, has anyone talked about that moment where Vinicius just waxed Thiago Silva yeah. for no reason. Yeah, that was odd. They said it? VAR check. VAR check said nothing. And they, they're both Brazilians. And Thiago Silva probably owed him yeah. five quid from dinner. <laughs> he four, uh, people haven't seen ago. it. He kind of forearmed, forearmed him. Smash. It, quite, it, was yeah. a, it was an old wrestling forearm smash, really. <laughs> That's a straight it? red. It's a straight red. How, 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 what kind, who is running... Who is running VAR? And I think that's what we have to ask. And and where do we change the rules where, let's say if someone says, oh, actually, no, we've looked at it. Because that's the whole point of VAR. Something's happened in real time. Yeah. You go back and look at it, then you co correct what was seen. So if a goal, if Diaz's goal was good, what is the amount? When you say, what's the halfway house? 
What, what is the rule that has to be changed? How yeah. many seconds of the game must be played or minutes before you can go back and yeah. say, actually, we made a mistake during well, the game? There was, I mean, I think they're so, again, tied to the protocols. What would it? What would have stopped? They said, well, at the point Tottenham restarted the game of that free kick, there was no way they could go back. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, it's just, such an horrendous... Yeah, what's yeah. worse? Making Tottenham take that again or yeah, for, Frank, getting this, yeah. all this madness out there, which is crazy. Go on, Charlie. You're going to say something. No, 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 no. I, I think it's. Uh, I think I, I, I'd scrap the whole thing. I watch. It oh, must yeah. be one of the things you like in in when you're watching Ipswich. Yeah. Is a, a goal as a goal and a foul as a foul and an offside as an offside. Yeah, I mean, there was when you're watching when they were in League One. I think I talked to you about this before. I used to get up and go back pass, back pass, and, <laughs> and I couldn't believe they won't. And I said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "That's that's a clear back pass." I said, "Mate." Back pass is from the knee down. That's gone in off his groin. And that is, <laughs> it's gone off the top of his thigh because the, the defending was so bad that the, the, the defender, that the goalkeeper would know it's come off the, above his knee. <laughs> and I, I'd never seen that before. And yeah. I just kept saying back pass. Um, so, yeah, but there is something about, look, we all want truth. That's the thing. We don't want to be lied to. And that's the thing that got me when I saw Gary Neville's tweet. Gary Neville is a man of the people just saying, we said, sorry, we made a mistake. We move on. What is that? That's like Brexit means Brexit. We, 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 uh, we, you know, we get on with it. And we move on. It's the same thing. You, you're not acknowledging. It's this whole, it's this whole post-truth being sold alternative facts that really got on my nerves and got on the nerves of mm. a lot of fans, which is yeah. why I took the time to write a tweet because I care. At the end of the day, we just care about the game. That's sure. all it is. Yeah. Darren England on the grassy knoll. Well, it's funny you bring that up because wouldn't it be incredible if the audio came out and we're expecting it to be kind of VARES from Stockley Park, yeah. but it's him and the assistant saying, I had a season ticket here for 20 years. I, <laughs> clubs in my blood, dad was a fan. And the other one's saying, do you know what? Yeah, I used to, I've always had a soft sock yeah. spot. Is that offside? <laughs> Not sure. Oh, I, heard what, I, I heard one. It was just like, check complete. What? What? What did you say? Say again. What? <laughs> What? Yeah, well, yeah. it was all—it was really incoherent. <laughs> Check complete. Was it? I passed two. Okay, thanks very much. <laughs> yeah, it's—it's it's going to be interesting. I'm sure a lot of people on Twitter will be working their magic and uh, reimagining oh, yeah. the audio when things, we see yeah. when we see the footage. I mean, I think the point uh, Jason Burton, the Telegraph, making the point today: this is bad for Howard Webb. Uh, Mr. V, the head of VAR, because he's trying to put things right, and I think he's a good man and he has good intentions. But it seems to be sawn off every week. I wonder if the the previous guy in charge, Mike Riley, who felt didn't do the most stunning of jobs, he's probably sitting there chuckling to himself yeah, yeah, because, if anything, it's almost worse at the moment, and that's kind of not all at Howard Webb's door. But what do we do at the end of the season? Let's say if Liverpool again lose the, the league by one point or a goal. Or, or a goal. I mean, you were because I thought, Paul, you were saying there's a halfway house between replaying the game and I don't think you finished off what you were saying. Well, I just, it, no, my, my point is, you, yeah, you learn from the error and then you make sure, it, A, it never happens to Liverpool again or doesn't happen to any other team again. It won't help them in this moment. I just think that's an incredibly dangerous precedent that you turn around and say, OK, from the point that that goal isn't given, you have to play the game again. Mm. I mean, it's some, that would be no, you're right. madness. I think all we were asking for is transparency, and that's yeah. all Liverpool asked for, just so we can. That, that's the whole point I was making at the black, about the black box yeah. recorder. No, you're right. Is you're right. Absolutely. We can right. learn. We can learn and move on. By the way, the black box recorder is it only survives an air crash because it's surrounded by Kevlar. 
Why can't we just make planes made out of caviar? <laughs> well, that's I've always wondered. Yeah, that's a question that people have often asked. That's a big question, isn't it? Make the planes out so, of that. So, um, <laughs> so uh, Chelsea, just a quick one on those, uh, on, on the way yeah. they're playing. That, yeah, things, I, you know, I, I, I'd say I try and talk Andy down. I, it wasn't quite as bad as he felt at times. And I think even he saw in the last couple of games that, you know, they're, they're heading in the right direction. You've got a good manager, good players. I know it's a young team, but I think you'll be absolutely fine. Are you confident? I am. I think I saw some YouTube clip about when you look at the Optus stats, Chelsea have had so many shots. You can't be this unlucky mm. all the time. And I think in Cole Parker, we've got one of those kind of like young, nerdy, he looks like a, a thug nerd who can speak French. He's one of those kind of people who like knows karate, he looks like a nerd and a criminal, but also can surprise you about his knowledge of comparative religion. There's something about him I like. Something about him and the fact that he's got two assists in two games. I think if you, he's one of those players, if you build a team around him, which I think Poch is doing, I yeah. think we'll see, we'll start seeing the conversion of all those And he chances. wrote some great musicals as well, didn't he? So that was good. Anything, yes. anything goes, you know. Yeah, yeah it was it was indeed. Oh, yeah. Songs, you know. That's right. I mean, it's incredible for a lad of that age. What a polymath he is uh, to have done that. Songs written, well, yeah. to have written songs Songs, some 80, 90 years before he was born, amazing, some, really, some really achievement. Amazing. So, what else are you up to, comedy wise, Ahmed? Are you, uh, you, yeah. are you up to much? I'm, I'm doing a little tour of Ireland. Oh. I did a tour, but that I didn't get to do Ireland, so I'm going to Ireland. Oh. And uh, I'm very glad to come on here to talk to you because uh, one of the shows already sold out in Galway. Oh, yeah. uh, it's selling well at Vicar Street in Dublin, but Lovely. the uh, the one Belfast still needs a push. But the one at the Millennium Forum in Derry, I've been told I've sold enough DNA to make a whole person and a leg. So I would really appreciate something just to get some hairs yeah. on maybe around the yeah. groin area or something just so I, I know that's an well, inappropriate, it's a very inappropriate uh, analogy, but it's the only way I could try and, I can mix comedy with desperation. Mm. Well, Please. I think your kind of pro-Liverpool stance will go down well. I've, having spent the last few days over in Ireland, finishing up in Belfast, I met a lot of Liverpool fans, a lot of Manchester United fans. So get them on side with you, with your yes. pro-Liverpool Manchester, and you'll sell out Derry and Belfast very quickly. Thank you, thank you yeah. very much. No, it's going to be good. I, I love, I love going to Ireland because they always, they always. Uh, can I tell you a quick story? Mm. Just a bit. I, I was on the uh, Charlie will tell you this uh, Kilkenny Festival. And they oh, yeah. had me on with with Irish legends. I was on uh, before me was Jim Owen, oh, yeah. and I was on in the middle, and then Tommy Tiernan ended. So they loved Jim Owen. Wow, yeah. I was like, uh, not so great. And then Tommy took the roof off, and I kept thinking it's a hometown gig for them. It doesn't matter. So on the way home, this guy was waiting for me at the hotel. He kept going, Jalali, you're not. The Irish comedians showed they handed your backside on a plate. You're down there. Tommy's up there, and I said. Excuse me, I'd like to see Tommy do. I'd like to see Tommy do Kabul. I'd like to see Tommy in like Baghdad. And the next day, I had a dream. Every day, I had a dream of Irish Times saying Tommy storms Kabul and all the <laughs> Taliban holding Tommy up, like Dara O'Brien in Mosul. Yeah. Demo you know? <laughs> O'Leary, even right. not being a comedian, being given the freedom of Hellman Province. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. He's terrible. Like, yeah. Jim, Jim Owen trying to find the funniest bit of Hellman Province. Yeah. Just, just walking around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where are you from, fella? Yeah, yeah. That would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. What do you yeah. do? What do you do? Yeah, I mean, don't answer that. Um, brilliant. Omidjalili.com. Uh, All the dates are there. Uh, 24th October. He's in Derry, Belfast, Dublin, Galway. And then off to the States on mid oh, uh, next wow. month, I see. Yeah, New, New York. York. New York Comedy Festival. Yeah, it was, it was an invite. It was an invite uh, that was a last minute. 
I'm one of those pop-up shows. And, and I said, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do a pop-up show at Gotham Comedy Club because it's a really famous uh, comedy club. And I said, I'll do it as long as there's no English comedians doing like arenas. And they just texted back. They said, Jimmy Carr's doing Carnegie Hall. Oh, I said, well, <laughs> well, if he can open for me, he can open for me yeah. at Gotham, then I'll do it. Uh, brilliant. Cheers, Ahmed. All the best. Cheers, Ahmed. Cheers, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Ahmedjilani.com, all the details of those dates, if you would like to go along. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, it's time now to play the Tower of Power with Toolstation. They're good friends at Toolstation. Each day this week, a caller will join us to answer a, que- uh, a series of questions to try and climb our ladder of prizes. Ooh, yeah, lovely. Uh, each step of the ladder means tougher questions and bigger prizes. If our caller gets one wrong, it's the end of the road for them. That's it, the end of the road. So the more they answer right, the more prizes they oh, get. Oh, lovely. But they will uh, go home without any prizes. Oh, they will go home with any prizes they've already banked. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so that wouldn't be Very much nice. of a compliment. You'll again. go home with no prizes. <laughs> no, you will. But you have to get the questions right. It's pretty self-explanatory. Exactly. So we've randomly selected today's contestant from our entries. Okay. Uh, and joining us now. And these all came through talksport.com forward slash competitions. So if you'd like to have a go yourself. Uh, it's Ed. Hello, Ed. Hello, Ed. Hello, how are you going? All right? Yeah, very well, very you're, well. You're a Brighton uh, season ticket holder, is that right? I certainly am, yeah. Exciting times, yeah. yeah. You've had some weird results, yeah. though. Shock Saturday, wasn't it? I mean, I, uh, what went on? Yeah. 
it was a funny old weekend, wasn't it, for some of the results? Yeah. But oh, I wasn't expecting that as a spanking, wasn't it? Really? It was, uh, a, it was a full uh, moon, Ed. It was a full moon. Uh, I don't know if you know that. That <laughs> affects people's behaviour. So I expect that's what it was. Is that what it was? So I'm hoping yeah. it's that's all it was. But we got some big games coming up. So uh, that mm. one, a bit of a shock, to be honest. But uh, it's a wake up call. Yeah, of course. It doesn't hurt now and again. A bit of a bit of tonking. It will get uh, get everybody going. <laughs> so uh, Charlie, yeah. why don't you tell us how the game works? Have you got? Yes, I paper? can do. Yes, yeah. here's how the game works. We'll ask you a series of questions. Every correct answer will win you a prize. Five questions in total. However, if you answer one incorrectly, the game ends there. So you basically got to get every que- every question you get right, you get a prize. There are five questions. Yeah, understandable. Okay. We're rooting yeah, for you. We're Come rooting. on, Ed. Yeah. For you. you sound like Ready an intelligent man, a Brighton yeah, yeah. <laughs> season ticket holder. I'm saying five out of five, Paul. I didn't do this oh, yesterday, so I'm going to oh. ask the producer, can we tell uh, Ed what he's playing for before oh, he yeah, asks the question? Oh, yeah, so it's not like a mystery at the end of it. Okay. Yes. So Ed, Ed's playing in this case, Charlie, yeah. for the five hive <laughs> smart radiator valves. Right, so he's going to get five of the... Five smart radiator valves, if you answer this correctly. Do you want to go for the question, Charlie? I will do. Ed, which sport are Venus and Serena Williams known for playing? Oh, that's a bit of a relief. I'm so nervous. Tennis. It's tennis, it is. You've won the smart radiator valves. You've got the valves. They're yours. The valves, they're safe. They're safe, the valves. They are safe. They're safe. Incredibly safe. time for the radiator to be bled. You're now playing for the Mirror Sport... Max Electric Shower. Which was on we the weekends, isn't he? Max Electric. Oh, Max, Max. Max uh, Electric Shower, that's oh, yeah. right. They yes. changed his name. So, and that's on top of the valves. Let's see if we can get this one right for you. Which former England lioness was crowned Queen of the Jungle on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here in 2022? I, I know this one. Come on, then, Ed. I don't it's sad I watched it. It was Jill Scott. It's Jill Scott. Bam. It's, I'm the, you. it's the shower. <laughs> Uh, the mirror sport. It's the Hive Smart Radiator Valves yeah. times five. The third prize is the plumber to fit. No, it's not. No, right, it's no. not. <laughs> Here we go. It's the Evolution Max vacuum cleaner and Lovely. sliding mitre saw. Got a use for that, have you? Wow. Got any oh, use for that? Yeah. That's two items. That's not. I don't like the idea of a vacuum cleaner and mitre saw in combined. One. <laughs> <laughs> something like something you get in the little middle aisle. That you won't go far wrong with the Max Cleaner in three. <laughs> so yeah. Go on then. Which English former footballer is current co-owner of Inter Miami CF? I'm fairly sure. Oh, English I'm gonna, I'm former David, football. David Beckham. David Beckham. It is David Beckham. Hey. Well done, Ed. I, it, I you've thought got he was the... in LA or did he play for them, maybe? Oh, it's yeah, the combined anyway. vacuum cleaner and mitre saw. Yeah. Possibly. Hey. Make it's sure the... you've got it on the right setting before you it, yeah, put it on right. your carpet. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you might slice through the Axminster. Uh, not a euphemism. Uh, the Myra Sport... Ma- doesn't even make sense. The Myra Sport Max Electric Shower and the Hive... Smart. So that's three prizes in yeah. all. We move on then. This is for the... Is it Ganest or is it Genest? Genest. I like, I like Ganest best. <laughs> is it a silent G? Yes, I know. It's Genest. Smart bundle. It's a smart bundle. It's a smart like thermostat a and a video doorbell. Yeah, video doorbell, smart thermostat. We're going to enter the world of rugby league now. What's your rugby league knowledge like, Ed? How are you feeling, Ed? Well, I did go to the World Cup final, but I've got to be honest, I don't actually follow a a, a team. Okay, Okay, well, look, this is a very famous player, so you've got a fighting chance. Good luck. Um, This is for uh, the Ganest (laughs) Smart Bundle. Um, Rugby League's Kevin Sinfield is Super League's all-time top point scorer. Mm. 
playing his whole career at which Super League club? Come on, Ed. Kevin Simpson. Come on, Ed. Oh. Kevin Simpson. League. Go Come on, Ed. Oh, God. Come on. It's going to be a guess, isn't you it? Think about, the um, great, think about the great work well, he's done for, for one of his best friends, uh, yeah. Rob Burrow. I'm think gonna, about where Rob plays. Here we go. Rob, Rob Burrow, because he's... Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the charity, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm, so, I'm, te- I'm, te- I'm leaning towards Wigan. Okay, we're going to need an answer. I'll go Leeds Rhinos. Leeds Rhinos. He's got Leeds Rhinos. We're giving him that. We're giving him that. Very nice. I wouldn't have got it apart from the Rob Burrows. Oh, right. Okay. I don't even know. That and the internet, I think, with a combo. That and the good Wi-Fi connection you've got. But at least we know that it'll be good on the smart bundle. He's already got part of the Genius bundle. We know, we know at least he can link it up for something. Because you were leaning one way and suddenly well, you leaned yeah. another way. Yeah, you didn't give me confidence on Wigan. S- same old Brighton like. always cheating. So, there we go. Here we go. The Palace fans will be booing the radio. There's one more prize. There's one more so prize. It's the Ganest Smart Bundle. It's the combined uh, vacuum cleaner and saw. Just what? Who invented that? No, it's two. It's two items. It's two items. I'd like to point out. Get the over. I nearly took my hand off. Two items. Don't use them together. It's the uh, it's the Myra Sport Max shot, and it's the Hive. Uh, radiator yeah. And the valves. fifth prize is the Ein Hell. Welcome to Ein Hell. Well, uh, product bundle. Yeah. Worth over six hundred and thirty pounds includes hello. the combi drill, yeah. the angle grinder. I mean, yeah. I hope you've got use for some of this. Rotary oh. hammer. Rotary, yeah. that? Reciprocating saw gives you something back. Yeah. And the impact driver. Yeah. So wow, well, well, that's that's some bundle. Well, that it really is, is a bundle. It'd be for a clean yeah. sweep. I mean, you could take your hands off oh. with any of that. No, you? but you wouldn't because yeah. <laughs> health and safety in the way you use them. Of course, guards, she's guards at Charlie. Of Charlie, you're a lethal mate. So, um, but not as lethal oh, as combi- the combined <laughs> saw and Hoover. It's not. It's not. It's not what it is. Don't worry about it. So, okay. okay, here we go, Charlie. Give him the question. Which is the only country to have won at least one gold medal at each of the Summer Olympic? Oh, Games. That is quite tough. The Whoa, only country to have won at least one gold medal at each of the Summer Olympic Games. I mean, it's a free hit, really, because you've well, won. You, you've, I'm going to need yeah, a quicker answer. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will. I, I was initial reaction would be USA, but they didn't go to Moscow. So um, I'm going to go for. Yeah, go on. I'm going to go for China. 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 Oh. Oh. Believe it or not, it's Great Britain. Yeah, it's Great Britain. Oh, no. Yeah, the longevity of taking oh, part in all yeah, of those yeah, events. Yeah, yeah. A bit oh, closer no. To be honest, you know, all those... All those tools, you'd have only left them in the back of your van and they'd have got nicked yeah. anyway. So you, you don't want those. You would have had to buy the sign that says no <laughs> tools left on this van left. overnight. You're, you're basically van. going to be out yeah. of, yeah, out of pocket. Yeah, you know. a, complete, a complete guess. Let me, let me talk you through you what you've won. It is the Hive Smart Radiator Valves times it five. Bang. It's the Myra Sport Max Electric Shower. Yes. It's the Evolution Max Vacuum Cleaner and... That's very important. <laughs> Sliding miter saw. It's the G Nest. It's the Gnest smart, smart bundle. bundle the, the doorbell, the thermostat to work with those valves. Beautiful. You didn't get the Iron Hell product bundle, but that's not a bad oh, haul, is it? Ed? No, really good. no, I'm happy. I'm happy with that lot. Yeah. That's great. Thanks very much, guys. Four out of five. All the best. Thank you, Ed. Cheers, Ed. Thank you. Cheers, Ed. So, if you would like to play along, compete this week, uh, head to talksport.com forward slash competitions. That's uh, talksport.com competitions to enter and the very best of luck and as always thanks to our very good friends at tool station the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast
Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. We uh, chatted earlier on to Julian, the French football expert, about Lance and the threat they could pose Arsenal this evening at their place. In the Champions League, it's live on TalkSport. Well, what of Arsenal? How yes. do they feel going into this second game Lons. after a very healthy win in the first match in the group? Uh, let's have a chat now with comedian, Arsenal fan Jacob Hawley. Hey, Jacob. Afternoon, guys. Great show so far. Oh, yes, thanks so far, so, Jacob. It could so all go far, wrong yeah, from yes, here. Right, it could. Anything. We've got 45 minutes to get through yet, so let's hope for the best. Um, so, um, I take it, Julian was right, very interesting on them. They've got a way of playing. He said it's like Newcastle, you know. They'll play their game, doesn't matter who comes to their place, which does sort of play into your hands, I think, really. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting what we do tonight. I don't know whether he's going to go for a full strength team or rotate things a little bit. Bearing in mind, it's only been, you know, just over 48 hours since our last game. We've obviously got a massive game mm. this weekend. I'd expect to see players like Smith Rowe get a game, Fabio mm. Vieira, players like that. But they, they look really good against Brentford last week. I mean, it's worth saying, you know, that that was a good Brentford team that we played last week. And interestingly, probably a Brentford team that don't play too dissimilarly to what we're expecting from Lons tonight. So, I would expect a, a win tonight, but I think all eyes are going to be on the weekend for most Arsenal fans. They say Thomas Partey's not far off. Apparently he started training again, which is good from Arsenal's point of view, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yes, it is. Oh, look, I, I think this time last season, mm -hmm. I think all of us were preying on Partey's hamstrings and calf muscles more than so than we were paying to God on a Sunday. But things have changed now. You know, Declan Rice has come to that midfield. I think he's made that position his own. And I think all of us have got a little bit used to the idea that Partey can't be a crucial part of this team anymore. We can't rely on him in terms of fitness now. Um, so I, it's great that he's back. I don't want to see him rushed back because I've seen him get rushed back before and mm. get injured again. I, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Jorginho tonight and I, I really wouldn't expect to see party on Sunday. I mean, you're right. From that point of view of having that squad depth, which you just touched on there, having a player, you know, an international and stuff, key player fit as an option is, is important, isn't it? If, you wanna, if you're fighting on several fronts. Yeah, it is. I mean, look... We, we've got a level of depth at Arsenal now that we've probably not had in years. I mean, it, it, even even when Wenger was here and we were talking about winning titles and, you know, properly challenging the Champions League, every season it was the same thing, that we needed more depth, we weren't strong enough. If we lost key players, we are in trouble. I'd still say there's a bit of that. I'd still say if we lose Saka or, yeah. or Jesus, we don't look like the same team. But having someone like Party and being able to say we don't necessarily need to play him is, is incredible. Yeah, it was a... It was a the weekend was some absolutely crazy results and then there was Arsenal just sort of easily, you know, beating Bournemouth and, and just looked easy peasy and, and he even gave Kai Havertz a goal, which I thought was yeah. a little bit... Well, I, I don't know. I, Dave. I, there's, there's two ways Dave. of looking. There's, there's two ways of looking. <laughs> it was a little at, bit patronising, yeah, I thought. I thought that. I think they're thinking, and they said, here, would you like this? Get your go confidence on, on, up. Mate. Do you mind, mate? I, I scored uh, the winner in a Champions League <laughs> final. If I was him, I would have kicked thought, it wide. I thought, I thought Havertz looked a bit embarrassed celebrating yeah. that. I don't know about you two, but I watched the celebration and he looked a little bit like, oh, God. It was like a testimonial a goal, wasn't it? It was like, he'd, oh, get here yeah. we are. We'll let, we'll let, uh, you know. And the, the keeper would have walked up to him and said, just put it, I'll let it go under me body. Just put it in me yeah. left and I'll let it go under we'll me body. We'll let Joel Domit score in this <laughs> one, you know. <laughs> no, look, I, I think we all know where we are with Kai Havertz. And I, I don't think this is something that's happened to him since he's been to Arsenal. It was 20 Premier League games since his last goal. And they've not all been Arsenal games, you know. That's only been six Arsenal 
Arsenal game. So he's been a long time since the goal. I, it's, it's interesting that you, you know you bring up the uh, the Champions League final. I don't think he's looked good since then. I, can't, I, I mean, Chelsea fans, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think he's played a good ninety minutes for Chelsea since then. It, he's a, he's just I don't I don't want to sound disparaging. He's a strange football player. Yeah, <laughs> he's, 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 he's a weird player. No, I don't, I don't really know what he is. No. You look at him, he looks like one of these sort of five foot seven technical midfielders. Then you remember he's six foot four. No one can work out whether he's a striker or a midfielder or a substitute. I, I, I'm i completely thrown by Kai Havertz. And yet I don't actually think he's been bad. I, mm. Like the really weird thing about him, I, we got rid of Xhaka, who is probably a defensive midfielder, got in Havertz and we all thought, right, we're going to get a goal scorer now. We're going to get someone who can create more attacking threat. I think if you actually watch him, he's been better defensively than Xhaka ever was for us. <laughs> <laughs> he's clearing headers out of our box. He's making last-ditch tackles. Defensively, he's fantastic. Mm. It's just every time he gets the ball in the box, it like it doesn't. It, he's got no confidence whatsoever. So I can understand why I gave why they gave him the penalty. At the same time, I, is it embarrassing a little bit? But you talk. You talk about <laughs> squad depth. That's a, if you've got squad depth, that's the sort of player you're going to have around, isn't it? Someone who's not necessarily definitely first name on that's on the team sheet, but is quality. Sixty odd million quids worth of squad depth. Although the manager, yeah. the manager feels that he he's, he can get. He thinks he'll be great. He keeps saying, Look, "Don't panic. He's fine." He'll but Andy like, says he'll have a game. He'll have like one game soon where he's like a world beater. Yeah, he? He always and then says he'll that. disappear for six months again. <laughs> Well, he's, he's, he's not going to say the opposite, though, is he, Puz? Arteta's not going to come out and say, you know what, maybe no. he's never going to hit the heights we thought he would. We've probably paid a bit too much money. No, uh, that's I, th- true. I think the thing, the thing with a player like Havertz, and I think this is something that a few Arsenal fans are maybe feeling a little bit grumbly about, it does feel like there are certain players in this squad who... Arteta will come out and say they need a bit of love. Come on, we need to get behind them. Give mm. them a penalty. Let, let's let's give them all our support. There's other players who, the way he speaks about them is very, very different. You know, Ramsdale... I, did anyone go into this summer saying there's an issue with Ramsdale? Mm. No. Replaced as soon as we get the opportunity. Eddie Nketiah has been completely hit and miss all season. He starts every single game up front. Mm. And I wouldn't be surprised if he starts on Sunday against City. It's Emil Smith-Rowe. Every time the manager speaks about Smith-Rowe, we just need a little bit more from Emil. He's mm. not quite 100% fit yet. We need him at his absolute best if he's going to help us. Kai Havertz, I don't think anyone would say he's been 6 out of 10 or any more than that at any point in the season, plays every game. Mm-hmm. So it, it does feel a little bit... I, I'm not an Arteta doubter. I love Arteta. I think he's the best manager we've ever since, since Wenger. I wouldn't swap him for anyone. It does feel like there are players in this squad who get an awful lot of chances, an awful lot of love, an awful lot of patience. There are others who really have to keep the door down to get into the team. Oh, I'm funny. What do you make of Raya so far? It looks like, obviously, he's got the shirt. So yeah. what, 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 do you, what do you make of the performances uh, compared with those of, of Ramsdale? Well, this is the annoying thing. So I really love Ramsdale and I've really loved him since he came in. And he feels, you know, the sort of redemption arc. He, he was relegated before he came to Arsenal. No one wanted him and then he came in and he was brilliant. And I was really ready to dislike David Raya because I like Ramsdale so much. But I do think Raya looks like one of the best keepers in the league. Yeah. I think he's incredible. I think it looks so good. And it was interesting. Arteta made those comments a couple of weeks ago saying, I'd happily sub one keeper for another. We play to the keeper's strengths. The problem is you can't really think of anything that Ramsdale's better at David Raya at. Mm. David Raya's great at getting crosses. He's made some unbelievable saves already. There was that one at Spurs that had sort of shades of David Seaman against Sheffield United where he pulls it out from behind him. Made a great save just before hard time against Bournemouth. You know, he's better with his feet. He... Depressingly, he is very obviously an upgrade on Ramsdale, which is a shame. And I think for all of this, we want to play two keepers. We're going to bring keepers in and out. I think he's our number one mm-hmm. now, really. Mm-hmm. And and it's going to be very interesting to see what Ramsdale does because Ramsdale, you know, I thought he was excellent for England uh, when he yeah. played in our last game against Ukraine. And 
you know, there's a tournament coming up this summer. You you do wonder at what at what point he starts saying to himself, "I'm not going to be England's number one sat on Arsenal's bench." No, that's right. And he may, in January may start pushing for a loan, but yeah. it doesn't sound like Man United. They might need a keeper. Um, uh, Jacob, you you seem to me to have upped your social media game recently, doing a lot of pieces to camera about Arsenal, and I think you started a podcast. Am I correct? Yes. Thanks, Charlie. Uh, yeah, you are correct. Um, I'll be, I'll be, if, if you find me on Instagram, uh, Instagram at Jacob Hawley, uh, I'm doing a lot of videos about Arsenal and, and other teams as well. Chelsea, Man United, um, Liverpool, all that sort of thing. No so, Spurs, yeah. no Spurs. No Spurs videos. there, no. Annoyingly, Spurs have been quite good so far, mm. so I don't have much to joke about. A few of my mates who are Arsenal fans, and also indeed Perry Grove said it last week, former Arsenal player, he said, what's really annoying us is that we actually quite like Postacoglu. He comes across yeah, like a good Stone, bloke. Stone, so I'm trying, Stone, really, that, yeah, trying yeah. really hard to hate him, but I'm struggling. I found a solution to that. Mm. And for England. Yeah, I've said that. Oh, OK, you're going to start pushing yeah, for that. And for England, perfect. Who, who he's would perfect, argue with that? He's a perfect England manager, isn't he? Ange Postecoglou. Well, that's a good sign. I'll take that as a good sign Absolutely from an Arsenal perfect. fan that they want him out. Spurs aren't allowed nice things. You should know that by now, Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cheers, Jacob. What are you up to comedy-wise? And you got, you're gigging at the moment? Or? Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gigging at the moment. Uh, as, as Charlie says, I'm putting out a lot of these videos yeah. and I'll be announcing a new tour in a month or so's time. So yeah, follow me on Instagram and you'll find all of that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Have you ever thought about trying to break a world record, Charlie? Oh, yeah, Have you ever been tempted nice to, to break a world record? Is there yeah, anything, um, what would you go with? Uh, well, there's a lot of silly ones, aren't there, Paul? And I'm thinking I'd more likely go for, I don't know, 100 metres world record. Oh, OK. <laughs> Sorry, mate. That's, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> I've been thinking of going for that. I was thinking, thinking my immediate thinking. reaction was something a touch quirkier, but it would be... Make myself laugh We all there, have sorry. to have a dream. Well, no, we all have to have a Imagine dream. if I really said... I mean, a lot of people might look at I can't you do the show anymore, say that Paul. ship I've, has sailed. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. I've really enjoyed it. I can't do it anymore because I've, I've got sprint training on a Tuesday. Imagine that. We'd all be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't do the show because I've been yeah. doing a lot of work on the track to break the world 100 metre record. Like, We'd all go in the gallery next door. And Charlie, it's here. Cheers, Charlie. See you on Thursday. And I'm saying to John, the producer, someone's got to tell him. I mean, he's 47. He's four, he's four stone over. He's 47. It's, it's, not, it's not happening. It's just, like, he's, he seems dead sound. He thinks he I can mean, get under 10 I mean, seconds. Cost, it's, it's beyond a joke now. It's costing him money. He's not, I mean, it's just. It's, Spent like and 20. That, and he did that altitude track. It cost thousands. So he went, and he went and. And he went over and trained. Still with, running. And he, Nine, a 19-second, 100 metres. Two months in Jamaica, that can't be cheap. Can can't, I mean, someone's got to tell him. <laughs> be great, what if it? I got close, Paul? Well, you wouldn't, would what you? If, <laughs> but what if I did? You're stepping on a dream here. Yeah. You're a real dream stepper. Yeah, that's it. Well, I'm sorry, Chuck. Like that. Okay. The one I had in mind oh, has yeah. just been broken. It's from Sam Ramsdale, 33. Oh, yeah. The largest mouth gape and widest mouth, well, which is Maine, Maine in uh, the USA, uh, 2.56 inches and 4.7 inches. He's got the, his gape. Is two point five six inches. What's that? It? Wide open, is it? <laughs> I guess. I've I got guess. a massive mouth. I reckon I could give that a go. Wow. But you can't work on that, can you? That is just genetics. It's probably exercises. No. I don't know. Anyway, I just thought I would salute uh, Sam and like the a flip top head. Remember that uh, that advert? It was a, t- a teeth teeth cleaning advert, Colgate advert, oh, wasn't right. it? You know, like a human of... pez. So why? How's he? How's he? That'd be great in a Marvel, wouldn't it? <laughs> The human pairs. Fantasy old. Anyway, like where were we? Pez Other man. things to run past you. Oh, yeah, okay. Brooks Kepka and his live golf pal, Graham oh, McDowell. Yeah. I don't like him. Uh, they've teamed up. They're going to buy a race horse. It's, it's, this is true. It's yeah. called Give Me Five, which yeah. we're guessing is short for Give Me Five Million or I Won't Get Out of Bed. Yeah. 
Yeah. I didn't like the cut of Brooks Kepka's jib no. at the weekend. No. Where's the cut of the jib? Is it, what is that? Do you want to find out? What is that? A well, I mean, it's, is it it's, a giblet? It's a, no, it's a phrase. I just said cut of the jib, and I thought, I don't know what I'm talking about with cut it's, of the it's jib. It's one of those phrases that we all use. I don't like the cut of your jib. What a person's does that general mean? appearance, manner, or style. It's a 19th century saying. Okay, yeah. Uh, according to our good friends at Wiki. Oh, yeah. That's the entomology of it, yeah. Okay, uh, that's so all we've got, is it? I think it's a ship's, it's a it's a kind of boating thing. It's a ship. So is a jib uh, something you would wear, is it? I'm not sure. Let's say, you, you put me on the spot now. Um, the cut, cut of one's producer jib. says okay. it's part of a sailing boat. Yeah, it is. It's part of a sailing boat. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, So he's, why wouldn't you like from, that? He was a pirate at one point. Spent a short time <laughs> as a pirate. It's a nautical expression alluding to the identification of far-off sailing vessels by the shape of their sails. So uh, yeah. Oh, so, so if you didn't like someone, if you didn't like, if you didn't like, if you thought someone was a pirate, they might have a slightly different, like a spookier. Cut. But it's a positive, isn't it? It's a positive. You like the cut of their jib. It's a positive thing. It's Maybe, not an No, but you can also say, I don't like the cut of their jib. Yeah, I suppose you could. Anyway, it, you are listening to talk sport, <laughs> apparently. But it came from a sporting well, place. We've all learnt there, haven't we? Yeah. We've all learnt there. Did you? I know you were uh, on, on your... On your jollies, Paul. Yeah, but did you watch any of the Ryder? I did. I watched. There's no better. Well, there are. Well, as some. I said, I watched it in uh, in the harbour by in Port Rush. Yeah. Uh, I watched. I watched a fair bit of the the close of Saturday evening before Liverpool Spurs, and then was in another golf club, which I can't remember off the top of my head because a couple of the boys were playing. Then we watched the day yeah. of uh, of John Rahm and his and all the guys, and it was it was right. We were talking to earlier on. About it, it did get tense, didn't it? it was that the thing I find interesting about the golfers is, point, is yeah. when they take their hats off and they've got half a white head, yeah, and they're like a pencil with a rubber on top. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's an interesting look, isn't it? It is. Do you think yeah, they? Yeah. Do they? Didn't they wear that as sort of a badge of honour? Just like as I mean, a, you know, um, you're playing out in the sun all day. It's a sensible yeah. move, I'd say. It's like a truck driver's Obviously, arm. And also, you've got not stomp- a euphemism. You've got. <laughs> you've, you've, you've got. <laughs> You've got sponsors that you've got to look after. You so have to. You will. You if will I was, if I was a sponsor, I'd yeah. I'd try and sponsor the white white head, half yeah. a white head of someone. Guinness, Guinness should sponsor Shane Lowry. Yeah. When he takes when he takes his hat off, yeah. he looks like that was one boy. of the great viral clips of the weekend, wasn't it? Shane having a word with the marshal. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> yeah. He had Marshall. an eventful weekend, didn't he? Did then he you? had to then he had to pull Rory off of uh, Cantley's caddy. Yeah, it was it was, great. It was, oh, he'll have had a weekend of his life, wouldn't yeah. he? He's had a tear up. Yeah. He's, he's had a, a swear at someone. He'll have had about twenty pints. Yeah. <laughs> he's, had, he's won the golf tournament. Well, Shane's had a fantastic. He's had a pretty. Time. He wasn't. He, he was captain's yeah. pick as well. He was. He didn't even earn his place. Fantastic. We never got round to brown trousers today, did we? Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Ding Jun Wee turned up for his uh, game. Uh, with wearing brown trousers at the yeah. Brentwood Leisure Centre. I'd say, with respect, that, that makes you overdressed at the Brentwood <laughs> Leisure Centre. They've never but seen trousers. He um, he had to go down M&S and get some black ones. Oh, but it did gosh. strike me, would it be great if you just had a kind of... Uh, just one weekend where you could wear what you like, like sort of dress down, the dress down masters. Yeah, lovely. So anybody could wear what you like. You could just rock up flip-flops and full combat trousers and a Nirvana t-shirt. Full leathers. They, yeah. turn, they turn up. Wear what you like. And you can have the dinner... I've got the dinner suit masters, but that's for the go- for the darts. Oh, that, now, that's, darts, now that is a great idea. In dinner suits. Right. All be. the darts players in dinner suits, all the yeah. audience in dinner suits. That would be a nice evening, Everyone beautifully it? dressed up. Yeah. Like boxing in the 70s, you know. Yeah. 
would have been lovely like, like a know. dinner show yeah. <laughs> they get up and that would be great wouldn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. big cigars you ladies know? and gentlemen for one they, night only they're allowed to smoke inside smoke cigars in the room brandy only on yeah. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen oh. the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast there we are that was this afternoon's show I'll do it all again with Andy you'll be back on Thursday yeah, Charlie yeah see you Thursday for a spread pool yeah look yeah, the spread's back on Thursday do hope you can join us uh, tomorrow from one if not the podcast is always available around four thanks for listening you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Jacob's Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 